Welcome to Daily Devotions. This is a Wednesday morning, 30th of March, and we are tracking, of course, towards Passover weekend in a couple of weeks' time. I'm in for Michael Collier, who's on honeymoon, and I will be doing the two weeks of devotions every day uh, heading up towards uh, Passover weekend, uh, mid-April. Today, I'd like to take you for our devotion to Isaiah chapter 8. It says this, verse 11, Isaiah chapter 8, verse 11. It says, this is what the Lord said to me with his strong hand upon me, warning me not to follow the ways of other people. Verse 12 is awesome. It says, do not call conspiracy everything that other people call a conspiracy. And do not fear what other people fear. And do not dread what they dread. The Lord Almighty is the one you are to regard as holy. He is the one you are to fear. He is the one you are to respect. He will be a holy place for both Israel and Judah. And he will be a stone that causes people to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. It's such an incredible passage of scripture. I was listening to it on my um, uh, earpods uh, while doing some other stuff the other day. Listen to the Bible on audio. Uh, which is really a convenient way to just consume scripture. And I loved that word conspiracy because it's been thrown around so much in church and out of church circles for the last two years. It's the only verse in the Bible that has the word conspiracy in it. And it's a warning, a cautionary scripture that says, make sure you separate yourself from the way other people think or you'll stumble. And this morning, I wanted to talk to you about very practical, very simple, very personal and internal ways of creating a distinction, a separation, a sort of a line, drawing a line in the sand, if you will, between the way we as believers engage with our thought life and engage with our environments, uh, economic environments, relationship environments, whatever ecosystems you've got going in your life, to do them in a certain way that keeps a, a clear line of separation between what is righteous and what is unrighteous. And this passage of scripture has is packed with a couple of implications that I specifically uh, want to talk to you about concerning that. And the first is this idea that when you keep calling something something, you start collecting more and more of it. Don't call what other people call conspiracy your conspiracy. I think there's something incredibly powerful about the idea that if I keep repeating something, whether it's true or not, and talk it out over and over again, I start accumulating confirmations and I gather more and more theories. And after a while, my entire mindset is, uh, I'm sorry, I'm looking for my remote. There we go. My entire mindset is going to be predicted uh, by uh, what I keep calling out. And the Bible uh, says we, we should be very careful uh, not to do that because then we take up some of the Lord's space. Don't fear what other people fear. Fear the Lord. Don't respect what other people respect. Respect the Lord. There's an implication that there's sort of a an, a volume of space and, and, and when you occupy that volume of space in the same stuff, with the same stuff that perhaps everybody does, you take up volume of space that God should be taking up. And so there's something very, very significant about the power of that. So when you keep calling it, 
you start collecting it, is my first principle. The second idea is when you repeat it, you start respecting it. Oh, I, I think there's something really significant about that. You know, the Bible goes on to say we should not regard what other people regard as important. We, we should uh, show respect to the Lord. I've discovered that even when things are untrue, if I or true even, if I repeat them, uh, I build a respect for what I keep repeating. And uh, one of the ways you draw a line is that you keep the balance of repeating uh, the word of God against the balance of repeating the words of the world. And we have to repeat a lot of worldly stuff all the time just to do life. So you've got to balance it, you know, with the words of of the Lord. And this passage of scripture is a reminder that if we don't do that, we'll develop fear. So if we repeat certain things, we start to respect them. And the result of respect is that we cultivate a fear for something. When you respect something, you almost create a kind of fear for it, a sort of a holy reverence for it. You know what I mean? But that could be a negative. It could be a fearful thing. And again, in our volume of space, uh, when we uh, fear uh, certain things in the world, we take away from the honorable fear of the Lord. So that's to be done in reverence and respect, right? You don't fear the Lord like in punishment. You revere the Lord like in honor and respect. And there's a volume of space in our lives and it occupies it. And then verse 14 takes us to this uh, passage of scripture that I, I find really powerful. It says that the stone can be a stumbling stone to some. It can make some fall. And so my third principle is that a stone can either make you steady or a stone can make you stumble. Do you know that that idea is repeated in the New Testament quite a lot? The cornerstone that the builders rejected became our cornerstone, a stumbling stone to the rest of the world. I wondered about that, and I thought, well, that, that has just simply a lot to do with your use of a stone. A stone can either be a nuisance in your shoe, or it can be a little thing, an obstacle you trip over, or it could be a barricade, or it could be the building blocks of a, a defining wall, or it could be a sturdy thing on which you build. You know, I build my house upon the rock. Uh, it all has to do with my engagement with it. And so, you know, you could stumble over Christ, or you could be made steady on Christ. And this passage of Scripture so marked me a couple of days ago that I've been so eager to share it with you that we should be careful that when you keep calling stuff, you know, this is a conspiracy. They say it is, so I say it is. Then you start collecting. And, and when you repeat things, you respect them, and then you start fearing them, and then fearing that takes away from your awe and respect of the Lord. Watch the volume. And thirdly, the stone either steadies you or the stone makes you stumble. It's all got to do with that approach. I think there's something very powerful about recognizing that. And so this morning in a moment, I'd like for us to pray uh, that we will, we will call upon the name of the Lord rather than uh, overemphasis on other things. Now, by all means, uh, for entertainment value, throw around a couple of conspiracies. But when it comes to um, uh, the values of my life, I want to build them on the acknowledgement of who the Lord is. And if I'm going to show respect, it'll be to the Lord first and everything else below. And if I'm going to have the fear of anything, it won't be the fear of worldly things. It'll be an honorable fear or reverence for the Lord. I, I, I'm not going to allow my, the volume of space in my soul 
to be swapped out or, or held captive by worldly things. So I, I hope that's been helpful to you um, and trust that the Lord will, will guide you uh, uh, along the way. So let's take a moment to pray. And um, between us, uh, we'll ask the Lord to guide us in his will and ways. Let's pray. So Father, we thank you so much for the power of the scripture, Isaiah chapter 8. Uh, reminding us to be careful of occupying our soul on things that bring fear rather than reverence. And and so, Lord, we commit ourselves uh, not to allow the rock to be a stumbling place, but a steadying place upon which we build our lives. We thank you for the privilege and the power of that and the acknowledgement of, of what it looks like to have the joy of the Lord because we are not producing the fear of the world. And we thank you for the peace of God that rules and reigns in our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen.